Hello, everybody. Welcome to the Calgary Bros Football Podcast. This is Uncle CB here, and we've got Victor Speck on the other side today. What's up, y'all? Hello, hello, hello. Well, Vic, season is done. Yeah. Yes, it is. <laughs> done, is done, is done. But there's so much we have to talk about. There's a lot of things that we didn't uh, cover in the last uh, two weeks now. Um, yeah. In the last two weeks, we have seen Leicester beat Chelsea in to secure the cup. Yeah. We've also seen Chelsea make the Champions League. Um and uh, you know, although losing to Aston Villa on the last day, so taking a couple of hours on the last couple of weeks, um, and we've seen Leicester on the other hand lose lose out of the Champions League, uh, but you know, still manage to secure the FA Cup. So um there's a lot to talk about. The questions for a lot of people today is would you would you like to win a trophy rather than uh, secure the Champions League or a place in the Champions League or would you like to secure a place in the Champions League rather than um, you know uh, winning the uh, um, uh, winning a trophy so these are some of the things some, these are some of the questions that I think like some people would like to you know get answered today but mm-hmm. on that same um, on that same vein uh let's get right into it man you know i know we're talking about chelsea uh but there's also quite a lot that actually happened in fact there's another piece too is what i didn't even cover was the manchester united side united lost uh to liverpool um 4-2 in in an action packed football match um and as well as uh winning the final game of the season 2-1 uh in a meaningless game of football but you know we won it but I think today's segment will be all about, uh, mostly about Chelsea. In fact, we're going to give you guys the, the biggest stand today because uh, what a crazy, crazy last couple of weeks. Yeah. How do you feel about it, man? <laughs> How do I feel? Honestly, um, I've always, I always said we were going to make the top four and uh, Leicester was going to lose out. Yeah. Losing, losing the FA Cup final was was hard right but uh it's something that i could stomach because at the end of the day we have we had two finals to look forward to right Mm -hmm. but of course you don't want to go into the finals and then lose that just that just derails the whole work that you've done the whole season right so um but on the same note it was a great reaction from the boys to come back and smash leicester i mean we should have scored way more goals than we did and um it was it was definitely a very good reaction. Um, mm-hmm. The FA Cup. What I don't understand is how was that Chilwell goal not counted? Man, VAR needs to be revised. I think I think VAR definitely needs to revise because like you can't score a goal with your hand. They need to start taking that out of the of the equation, right? And okay. as well, what a moment it was. And then to have VAR just cancel it was just like ah. You know what I mean? Like, but, but yeah. it's always like that, that, that ends, you know, whenever like uh, that nervousness, whenever a goal goes in and then all of a sudden, you know, like, yo, okay, 
VR is checking. <laughs> yeah, yeah. It, just, it just it just takes your breath away, man. It's like it's like it's like you're driving and you just you you just seen the cops on the fucking back of your at the back of you with their blue lights on. That's what it feels like. <laughs> Whenever VR is just like, oh, we're checking this goal, we're checking that goal, and it's like, oh, <laughs> your mind skip, your your heart skips a beat, your mind flies, you know. So. Yeah. But uh, kudos to Leicester um, on winning that title, you know. Even though, like, we they did nothing to deserve it except that one smash from Tillemans, that was it. But um, I, that's another point I want to touch on. What is the thing that pissed me off was, like, they are well aware of what Tillemans can do. I said the same thing when, when Manchester United lost to um, Leicester, right? It was mm-hmm. Tillemans. It was Tillemans. Yep. The same thing in this game. And and it's like, how did you guys not look at this and find a way to stop this guy from taking shots? You know what I mean? Like, he got one chance. That's all Tillemans need. Guys like Tillemans and De Bruyne, you give them one chance, they are going to bust the back of the net. No mm-hmm. questions about it. The, the thing that pissed me off was Jorginho was closer to Tillemans and and this is this actually hurts me to say I love I love Jogo. You know, Jogo is my guy. I was saying for the longest time I was like, bro, this guy has the ability to to lead. You know what I mean? He 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 has that tenacity. But in this game, he was just like one one thing happened here. It's like the ball is now with Tillemans, but instead of you to run towards Tillemans to kind of kind of try and put pressure on him. Or making, uh, force him to make a mistake or do something. What you're doing is you're waving at Thiago to cover Tillman's shot. Yes, mm-hmm. you could also, you you could wave Thiago, cover the shot, but you could also run there to stop the shot. So yeah. like, and then you give him that chance, and you guys already know. You guys already know, no, no, no. Like this is this is the thing you have already seen that Kepa can't save those shots. He cannot. Yeah. You know what I mean? So why would you give him an opportunity to do that? Yeah. As well, as well, I also feel like um, what do you call it? Uh, Toko needs to come into some criticism for this as well. You didn't play. You you you, you put Pulisic on the bench, bro. Why? Mm-hmm. Why is Pulisic on the bench? He's not injured. Man, I seen this guy take like freaking what was it like 12, 13 tackles against Real Madrid and still come back unscathed out of it, which means Pulisic is getting stronger. You know what I mean? So you you reward that by playing the boy. You play him, bringing him like like late 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 in the game. You don't give him that much time to do to to make an impact. But it yeah. it, it seems like it seems like Tuchel is so. Um, into like the Dortmund way, you know, when Pulisic was younger, he was that he was that impact player that comes from the bench. Don't get me wrong; in some games, it works. Like the game against Man City, you're like, uh, no, in the game against Real Madrid, that yeah. that was the perfect that was the perfect plan because in yeah. the first game, in the first game, you already saw that you're okay. Now Pulisic has played; he has started. So the 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 thought in in Real Madrid's mind now is pretty much like. Oh, so Pulisic is going to be playing. We already know he's a threat, right? So here's how we can nullify him. 
But you putting him on the bench that game was very smart because what you did was you give them other problems to worry about and not think about Pulisic for that moment. And then when the time came, you brought Pulisic in and then you became that threat that you were so craving. And that was the perfect game plan right there. But in the final match like this, play your best players. For God's sake, I still don't understand how I still don't understand how Tammy is not even being given a look into 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 this into this team, bro. Werner's missing chances left, right, center. It is frustrating. And I love Werner. You know, I know I love the German guys. Those are my boys, man. Germany is my team. It's always been my team. I cried when fucking Brazil beat fucking Germany in the World Cup. <laughs> you know what I mean? Like that's 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 home to me. But still, I recognize. When things are like, okay, this guy is not really finishing right now. Yes, he finished in the Real Madrid game. I'll give him that. But like that was so easy. But when it came to the when it comes to actually finishing, Werner is not there. And mm-hmm. you know the and another thing too was like Tammy is is freaking he's tight as the top goal scorer for Chelsea this season. Yeah. And he has the highest amount of goals in the FA Cup. So it's like, what are you doing? You know what I mean? Play the boy. You've already seen Werner's not giving you that production in that final execution. So why not try somebody else? Or if you don't want to try Tammy, bring in Giroud. Bring in Giroud. I, 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 I don't think, honestly, like playing a team against Leicester, you don't need a guy like Werner in the in the nine, you know what I mean? You don't need him in the nine. You need him yeah. on the wings. You need him on the wings like Pulisic. Those guys yeah. will create problems left, right, and center. They will keep chopping at these defenders until they keep making mistakes. And that's what you need. But then you need a target, man. You need somebody who you can play these balls into, somebody who can get at the end of these crosses. But for crying out loud, how many crosses has Reese James linked Across the the six yard box, the six yard box, the penalty box, and nobody could get on the end of it. How many crosses has Pulisic linked on the on the on the penalty box, and nobody could get on the end of it? Every yeah. time I see these balls coming through, and I'm just thinking, like, can you just imagine, just for one second, can you just imagine if the players can get on the end of these balls, how much deadlier Chelsea would be? Mm-hmm. Like, like, how how crazy would it be if these boys can get at the end of those balls? Man, you will be smashing teams left, right, and center, and you will clean that out. You will clean that whole execution line up. But you need somebody who's there, who's well aware, who can stay in those positions at the right time. And that is what Tammy gives you. Tammy... Yeah. For crying out loud, people would be like, oh, Tammy's tapping. He's a tapping guy. He's a striker. Bro, he's at, the, he's, he's at the right place at the right time, which is why he scores those goals. You know what I mean? So give, yeah. him, give him a shot. Give him a chance, man. Now, now, going into like the Champions League final, can you just imagine if, if Toku decides, okay, I'm going to play Tammy maybe for like 20 20- Tammy won't, Tammy, Tammy won't play, man. Like, look, you know, know. after, it's, it's, after watching, I, I know, but after watching that game and then seeing what happened in the FA Cup and he didn't start, because I thought if any game that 
you know, he could at least play, give you guys 20 minutes, at yeah. least, you know, something. I felt like that was the game. He didn't even, <laughs> he didn't even make the, the bench, I don't think. So he didn't even make the bench, no. Yeah. Like, so why are you omitting the bet, the, 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 the highest goal scorer in Chelsea right now? It's yeah, not fair. But- I know, like, but it's not, it's not for whatever for whatever reason, right? Remember, you guys have been tooting Tuchel's horn, right? Like for the longest time, so yeah. you've got to know that something happened. You, know, you already know this. I know this. You know this. Chelsea fans are fickle, bro. <laughs> like, yeah, you, I do know one, that, right? you do one, you do one thing good this day. The next day, you start to fuck up, and it's like we're coming for your head. You know what I mean? Yeah. We're coming for your head, and I that's know. that's the same exact thing, but. Also, Tuku needs to realize as well, like favoritism could be the reason why it's costing him not a, not getting as much points as he should. You know, well, I, I don't know if it's favoritism, though. I just think that um, he's well, assessed. If, to, he's, I think he's assessed the squad and Werner fits his style or gives him a little bit more like I'm, I'm, I'm going in his own defense on this. I personally don't think he's right. I, I think Tammy should be, should be playing on that team because Werner is not doing it. Like exactly. if Werner, if Werner was scoring buckets of goals, then, then yeah, absolutely. Then Tammy, sense, right? Absolutely. Tammy West Ham wants you, bro. We, we got you, bro. We'll send you there, bro. You know, Aston Villa wants you. Yeah, bye bye yeah. my guy. But that's the, that's the difference. Yeah. Timo is not smashing the balls in the net, but yeah. you need somebody to be but, doing that. But I will you know? say one thing. I will say one thing with that, though, right? Timo's on his first season, right? That's the yeah. difference. If but Timo, don't, if don't, Timo get, wait, don't get me but, wrong. Don't get me wrong. Timo, I know what you're saying, but but if Timo clicks, if he clicks by tomorrow, if he clicks by the next season, mm-hmm. then he's, such an, he's an he's an asset, right? Yeah. The, only, the only gamble is if he doesn't click, that's when. You know, maybe that doesn't work out. Another thing too, you also have to look at his politics. Um, probably Abramovich or whoever, whatever that whatever that girl's name, Marina, whatever her name is. They may have they may say, Look, we paid X amount of millions for this player. Uh, we want you to find a way to make them um successful. Want to want you to find a way to make these players um uh you know uh the re- one the return on investment on these players, yeah, so they're probably yeah. looking at it and they're asking for the return the ROI on those players. And um, he said, "Okay, look, I'm committing to making him this right." I've mm-hmm. also heard through the grapevine that there's also issues with Tammy and, and a contract thing. I don't know how true that is, but I've heard things that uh, you know from a contract perspective, uh, Tammy isn't um, looking at. Uh, uh, signing a new contract or he wants guarantees with playing time or something like that yeah, um, yeah. that is making him not sign so because of that the coaches are like well fuck this we're not gonna we're not gonna we're not gonna invest our time with you because yeah. you're not committing your future with us right so but, the, but another thing too is like Tammy's or Tammy's contract runs till 20, 2023 2023 his contract runs till so it's like you still got two years on the board, man. Like you know, what I, mean? I know. But if he, but if he's asking them to renew and give him extra money, or be like, hey, look, this is how much I have giving you guys, right? Like you guys need to. And then they're saying, okay, well, we don't really see you as the next best thing since sliced bread, so we're not going to put that investment in you. Yeah. Then he has, uh, he has every right to feel aggrieved, yeah. and 
And maybe that's what's causing the issues right now. I don't know how true this is. I said I'm not a Chelsea fan it's, or anything. It's been, it's, it's been it's been going on for like a few months now. Oh, there you but, go. Uh, but but the thing is, like, um, what do you call it? Tommy Tommy didn't ask for more money. He actually didn't. They gave him that, and they put it on the contract for him. But he said, "I want guarantees for playing time." Like exactly. You he, he he knows that he's growing, bro. He knows like he's. He's he right now he can stake the claim and, and be like I am like the top goal scorer in Chelsea right now. You know what I mean? So that he's is gonna high, bring that is, that up. But that's not a high bar though. Like if you go in and you say, I know I'm top I'm top goal scorer, like look look who was top goal scorer this season for Chelsea. Wasn't it Jorginho or something? And most of his goals were through penalties. That's what I I read that too. I was like, what the hell? The highest goal scorer for uh, uh Chelsea is Jorginho. You know, yeah. so, but that's everybody... also that's also because for I think uh, <laughs> five for five months, Tommy hasn't played for five months. Yeah, I know, but I'm just saying, right? Like, it's a very it's a low bar to set, right? Yeah. Unless he comes in, if he gets like a chance, he needs to like take it. I know it sounds as horrible as it sounds, but if he has 20 minutes, he needs to score a goal in that 20 minutes, yeah. right? He's he's basically on trial. He's no longer. Like guaranteed a starting place, he's basically on trial. So that's where I'm saying, like, you know, you've got to look at it from a coach's perspective. Where's that? Okay, well, I don't have this. This player's mindset is not here with me right now. We're in the stretch. We need to win things. We need to win an FA Cup. We need to win a Champions League. And for me to risk that with a player whose mindset isn't there is wrong. Now, as I said. I'm I'm fully on Tammy's corner here because I I'm like I, I remember last I think it was last season I told you like if this shit happens again Tammy should walk I don't know why yeah. he's still in the club right I've said this before and I'm gonna yeah. say it again like you know this is kind of a Lukaku thing all over again right like remember Lukaku yeah. you guys were uh, not even Lukaku just a bunch of them Salah Kevin De Bruyne you know all these young players are coming on the team yeah and you guys would not recognize that talent those talents. Or the, not that you guys wouldn't, but the coaches at the time would not recognize the talents because of the way Chelsea is, is set up. Chelsea is set up to win, right? Yeah. And yeah. and your fans demand it like it's I, you guys are, are don't don't play around. You you guys did it to your own legend where you had Lampard and you were like, look, Lampard, I'm sorry, bro, but you're not ready for this thing. We need somebody else, right? So yeah. the the if you join Chelsea, it is like a given that something needs to be won that year, a trophy, mm-hmm. something needs to be yeah. won, right? Well, at least you need to be competing to the final stretch for that, yeah. right? Mm-hmm. So um, the managers, the management doesn't have the they don't they don't have the chance to chill and relax. They don't have the chance to just sit there and just say, okay, well, um, I think we're gonna give Tammy a whole season, right? If Tammy's mm-hmm. not cutting it, they're going to chop him off. I'm telling you right now, next year, next season, if, um, what do they call it, if Werner's not working out, they're going to chop Tuchel off. And and if Tuchel doesn't make that decision, like, to get rid of, like, to to start benching him and doing all the things he should be doing now, he, mm-hmm. you know, if he, doesn't, if he doesn't do all that stuff early, he's going to be out of a job, right? So, you know, you've got to look at it this way, like, from a manager's perspective, I don't have time to do what I normally would do. So mm-hmm. you know what I'm going to do? I'm going to play who I think is here right now with me mentally. It doesn't matter regardless. 
doesn't matter if they're the best. It doesn't matter. Like, as far as they're here mentally with me, I can work with them. But with Tommy's situation, I can't work with him because mentally, this situation is messing with his head, right? So I'm going to just stick by my guns, play Warner. Warner's the one for the future. If Warner figures it out next season, I'll be a genius, right? Yeah. If he doesn't figure it out, I'll be an idiot. You know what I mean? So that's probably what's... Uh, that's probably the way you have, like, uh, and I'm saying this because from a coach's perspective, this is what I will be thinking. You know what I mean? I'm going to be like, look, this kid's mindset is not right. Sorry, son. You're just going to have to relax and enjoy the bench for a couple of, you know, games here until you figure your shit out. And the moment the kid is like, hey, you know, my mind is in the right place, sign a contract, whatever that may look like boom guess what's happening you know i hook him up uh, with a couple of matches here and there yeah so anyway we'll see how it is so this is this is kind of the the, the whole thing with the tammy thing and it even brings itself back up again against aston villa so how mm-hmm. are you feeling after that game against aston villa and this mm-hmm. i have a couple of questions later on after this but how are you feeling about aston villa the aston villa game i thought that game was shambles man <laughs> Yeah. Well, we lost Edward Mendy. That's that was like the biggest that was the biggest loss actually. And then yeah. we had to, we had we had to hope that Tottenham did something for us. And I kind of thought Tottenham was going to do something because Tottenham is also fighting for Europa, but if they were not yeah. <laughs> forget it. They would have lost this game, bro. But uh, I was just like, man, we we got to be I don't I don't know I don't know what it is but like it's like it's like there's there's a a naive feeling that's going around right now that people think mm-hmm. oh yeah these guys are going to be easy to beat we're going to beat them right and yeah. then it's like no man you're still in the pram you are still in the pram mm-hmm. doesn't matter what team you play they all turn out to be bitches the worst one was fucking arsenal bro <laughs> Arsenal. We we didn't did we cover Arsenal against Chelsea? We didn't, right? Um, I'm not sure if we did, but I'm I, we probably have missed out one or something. But yeah, yeah, that game was pretty bad. One nothing. You guys lost, right? And we had opportunities upon opportunities upon opportunities, yeah. but you just can't bury it, man. Like this is this is the huge this is the huge question going into Champions League finals because if we can't execute. City is going to make us look cute. <laughs> you know, I know. You know the funny thing I think though, like, isn't your formation like three, five, two, or something? Yeah, but it it changes. It changes to uh, what is it? Uh, to a three, four, three. Okay, or three, four, whatever it may be, right? But I'm like, this formation actually suits like a big striker in the center. Yeah, and then a guy that just could lay off him, like Giroud. Or a Tammy in the center, mm-hmm. and then having all these runners like, um, you know, Werner, Havertz, Ziyech, uh, Pulisic. Um, I'm probably missing one person, but having all these players, you know, running around these target men and yeah. just feeding them crosses, feeding them balls, just you know, making them look good, right? Like, mm-hmm. um, so I was like. I'm shocked that this is the one thing, right? Like, you know, as I said, I'm I'm firmly on Tommy's corner on this one, just because I'm, you know, I, I like Tommy Abraham. I think he's a good player. I just think, you know, there's some things he needs to polish, um, and once he polishes these things, he will, he will be in the right place. 
But yeah. I just find it so like, hey, bro, you're texting right now, man. Please, you know, <laughs> interrupt me when I was trying to say. But like, you know, I just find it, I just find it like weird that you know he's the system that Thomas Tuchel plays. He just doesn't allow his target men to shine. You know, it's just it's weird. Um, yeah. Maybe maybe he wants Haaland or something, but it's just weird. It's like guys, don't make the same mistake you made with Lukaku. Like, yeah, mm-hmm. as much as I make, you know me, I always make fun of Lukaku. I don't care if he wins like twenty bazillion trophies, right? Yeah. But you know, for me, uh, letting like a striker like him go. You know, that's kind of the striker that Chelsea we need. That's kind of the striker in the way United needs right now. Everybody makes fun of us because we let him go, but I still to today till tomorrow defend that decision. But yeah. I think for Chelsea, with the way you guys, the system you guys play, right? Because the biggest problem with Lukaku was the system didn't fit United. But for Chelsea, the system you guys currently play right now, Lukaku is the kind of player that you need. And yeah. with Tammy, I feel that that's the same thing. Tammy, in my opinion, needs a little bit of a bulking. You know, he's too, he's like flypaper. It's too light. You know, you put this, you give this kid an extra like five pounds of muscle. He would just be a beast. You know what mm-hmm. I mean? You know how when you look at Lukaku and guys are like bouncing off him anytime you shoot him the ball from them, you yeah. know, the same thing with Tommy. I think Tommy, the problem is he's just too lanky. He's just too, like a twig. You know mm-hmm. what I mean? You know, he needs to like bulk up just a little bit more, five extra pounds here of muscle six to seven extra pounds. I know it's not that easy, but man, you're playing for a Premier League club, man. I'm pretty sure they have a lot of good dietitians and good uh, physical fitness trainers that can help you gain what you need to just become that beast of a striker. Yeah. But anyway, um, I, I just, I just find it, I find it odd. I find it very, very odd that, uh, you know, Tuchel's system is designed around you know, making his, yeah, yeah. target, but he doesn't use one, yeah. you know? Anyway, um, the next question I want to ask, so you're in Chelsea's shoes right now. Would you rather yeah. be in Chelsea's shoes, miss out on the FA Cup, right? Mm-hmm. Um, and still make the Champions League or get the FA Cup, miss out on the Champions League through traditional means and then having obviously to win it on the last day? Hmm. So we're speaking on in Chelsea's shoes. Yeah, Chelsea's shoes. Let's say you won the FA Cup now, right? Yeah. You miss out on Champions League in traditional means. Leicester ends up getting Champions League, right? Yeah. And then you guys now have to go to the Champions League final and win that final to make the Champions League. Would you love to be in that situation or no? No. I would not because that would put extra pressure on the players and then sometimes they won't end up playing the game that they want to play. So so, so, here, so wait, now be, be, there's a follow-up question to that, right? So yeah. let's say now you miss you you you're you've you've gotten the champ you've gotten Champions League, right? Yeah. You've uh you've you've lost out an FA Cup, you've gotten Champions League, mm-hmm. um you've you uh uh, what do they call it? You don't get that. Uh, you don't win the Champions League final. You don't win the Champions League you final. Don't win the Champions League final. Mm. So you miss out on the Champions League final, right? You yeah. miss out. Um. Uh. What they call it on the uh, a- FA Cup, right? Because you said like you rather you rather miss out on the FA Cup, get Champions League through traditional means, 
Yeah. Um, but let's say this time you both you don't get the Champions League final. You completely miss out. City gets their first Champions League title. Hmm. So pretty much just basically you end, you end with, basically you end with fourth place trophy. Yeah. It's a sad season. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Hopefully that's not the case this week. <laughs> okay. Well, that's what I'm saying, right? Like, think of it, because a lot of you see a lot of Chelsea fans who are saying, like, look, man, we're we're just happy we got that Champions League final. Some of them have even have even um given up on winning the the final itself. They said, like, the way Chelsea's playing, we're not gonna win the Champions League final. Uh, we've just given up. Like from what I've heard from some people, right? Mm-hmm. Uh they just said, let's just collect our losses. Thank God we've got into thank thank Tottenham for helping us get into the Champions League final here. Yeah, um, you know, but then you've lost out on the FA Cup, and then the chance of you losing out on the Champions League now is high. But the way I look at it is, would you have loved to get that FA Cup trophy secured in the bag? You know, sure, you missed out on the Champions League final. I mean, uh, sorry, Champions League, but then. Champions League final is do all all you know that uh, show right all or nothing that's what yeah. it becomes now right <laughs> all or nothing all or nothing may whatever date it is you now yeah. have to win the Champions League final. That's crazy. See what I'm saying? Yeah, I would. Uh, but this is this is Chelsea. We would rather we would rather win them all. Honestly, the, but you didn't though. But you didn't. You didn't win the FA Cup. Right, yeah. you missed out on the FA Cup, but I'm just saying, if you win the FA Cup, you miss out on the traditional means of getting to the Champions League. Fi- Champions League, then you now have no choice but to win the Champions League final to make Champions League next year, bro. Yeah. What other situation? Uh, I mean, what what better situation can you be in? You know, if I was a fan, I would love to win the FA Cup. I don't care about getting it through the traditional means anyway. Then the final, that's it, all or nothing. That's the way I am. I play one time I play poker, it's either all in or not in at all. So for me, that's the way I play it, man. It, you, would I, rather, I would, you, would rather, you would rather take a trophy home. I, I would take that FA Cup, bro. Yeah. I would take look the Europa League. The, the FA Cup of, was, was the was the easier was the easier choice to win. You know? But, I know. But the yeah. FA, but I know, but for me, right, uh, uh, the reason why I say this is because the chance to secure a trophy, man, good or bad, you got to take that chance. Look, you remember last, what was it, um, how many how many weeks ago did, did I say this? I said this and I'm like, you know what, bro, like, I freaking, no, no weeks ago, I said this numerous times, how much I despise the uh the Europa League, right? Yeah, I yeah. absolutely, absolutely hate the Europa League. I think it's a joke. Anytime any yeah. anybody uses that as a claim as a trophy, I feel like it's a joke. But on the other hand, do I want to win it? Do I absolutely I want to freaking win it? If we had mm-hmm. an opportunity today or tomorrow to secure the Europa League, would I say no? Hell no. We're playing against Villarreal. Absolutely I want to win that bloody. I'm not gonna say no to winning a a Europa League, um, uh, what you call it, uh, Europa League uh, uh, final because yeah. I hate the cup, right? Yeah. I'm not going to say no to that. Now you can say, mm-hmm. well, 
the is going to guarantee the Champions League. Of course, they're not going to say no to it. But still, I just don't care that much about the Europa League. But we're in the yeah. final. We better win it because we're in the final now, right? Exactly. So same, same thing, FA Cup. We better freaking win that bloody thing. No matter, yeah. no matter how much it feels like, you know. And the good thing is you're a big club and you have the opportunities to still make the Champions League through other means, right? So yeah. I would rather win the FA Cup, you know. Let's say I didn't make the Champions League, um, uh, what they call it, uh, uh, I didn't make the Champions League, um, uh, what they call it, Champions, I didn't win, I didn't win, make the Champions League, right, overall, right? So I look at it as I didn't make the Champions League, but what is what is in it anyway? I've gotten the FA Cup, I've secured that trophy in the bag, right? Mm-hmm. Then I still have a second opportunity to get the uh, get the cha- get into the Champions League by winning it all in the Champions mm-hmm. League itself, right? Mm-hmm. Why wouldn't I take that opportunity, man? True. You see what I'm saying? Exactly. And um, you know that's all or nothing. Last game of the season. It's if I win it, I'm in the Champions League next season, um, yeah. and I get a trophy. What? What? Come on, that's there's no better moment than that, right? No better opportunity, right? Mm-hmm. So the way I look at it, you got to take your scraps the way it comes to you, man. So because yeah. now, now if you guys don't win the um, uh, uh, Champions League, we're trophyless. Yeah, trophyless this season. Then guess what? Remember where? Remember what I always say, right? We're in the banter age of football, mm-hmm. and. Yeah. Guess who's gonna be bantering your ass all over the internet? You know, <laughs> all the all the fans out there in the world, right? So, yeah. yeah, bro, you gotta you gotta you gotta you gotta take your you gotta take your opportunities when they come to you. Yeah, you, you gotta take them when they come to you, man. So now you're gonna have to hope and pray that Chelsea secures the bag in the final game of the Champions League. Yeah, because you want a trophy and. That's that's sick because you're you're gonna get a chance to win a trophy, but yeah. what if you don't get it? Mm-hmm. <laughs> so, something to think about, man. Something to think about. Um, but uh, you know, for you, I know, I know the fear <laughs> when you're like looking at it, like, oh, it's gonna be too much pressure. Oh my god, the guy's gonna be panicking. You know, it's gonna be there. But take your chances, man. You know, if you're gonna win the bloody thing, take it. Anyway, we spent a lot of time on Chelsea um, and, uh, you know, a lot on what you guys, uh, you know, are supposed to do. But I want to kind of throw it, throw one final question. You know, do you think a striker is critical this summer? Absolutely. Go get Harry Kane. Harry Kane. Harry Kane to us, though. You don't think so? No, I don't think Daniel Levy will sell him to us. Everybody has a price, though. True. And Chelsea got money to spend, so maybe it's possible. But Daniel Levy already knows what it's like to sell. If you sell to a Premier League rival, it comes back to bite you. So He may not have a choice, though, because Kane has explicitly said, I want to leave now. Yeah. So, you know... Kane is like, look, I'm out. I'm out, guys. Give me my, give me my, uh, uh, what they call it, uh, golden boots uh, trophy, and just get me out of here, right? So, I'm glad. I'm glad he's finally realized. Like, bro, I gotta get out of here and win a trophy. Like, I'm 27 now. Should have already had a trophy like two years ago. 
with the amount of numbers that I'm putting up, but this team's not helping. Yeah. So let's let's shed the spiz out and go go somewhere else. Kieran, Kieran, Kieran Tripier, Trippier just yeah. won uh, La Liga with uh, Atletico. Kieran Trippier has more trophies now than Harry Kane has in his club in, in his life. You know, dusty, so, dusty yeah. Harry Kane closet. I know. <laughs> Um, you know, uh, uh, what they call it, uh, um, uh, what they call it, J- uh, Jamie Vardy, yeah, has a trophy, yeah, two trophies now. Harry Kane doesn't have shit, yeah, you know. So, um, I think if the if he names if there's a price, right, like you 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 put up a price out there, mm-hmm. um, I'm pretty sure, uh, somebody's gonna pay it. Some people are saying United are going to be, you know, going in for him. I I think it would be dumb if we don't try. But Harry Kane, too, is no slouch. He gets injured, too, bro. Like, but that's why, that's why, that's why I think Chelsea should get him because Chelsea knows how to manage injuries very well. So Mm. we've got one, we've got, we've got some of the best doctors in the game and like in the whole Prem. So Mm -hmm. all of our players that get injured come back. Mm-hmm. And they come back fast, but they come back healthy, and uh, yeah. So we're we're just we're lucky right now that we're not dealing with so much injuries. It's just you know, gotta fix Angola Kante's hamstring and then uh, Edward Mendy's ribs, and I think we'll be good to go. Yeah, somebody uh, somebody cracked a joke there. They said Kante is so uh, good that he went into the future and realized he was gonna get an injury. And then he pulled himself out of the game after he <laughs> <laughs> just to prevent an injury. <laughs> yeah, I mean, that's, that's actually a thing now with Chelsea yeah. players. Whenever they feel like like they're gonna get injured, they they automatically know. So yeah. like um, it happened to Pulisic, it happened to Kante, and I think it happened to Kai Havertz as well. So yeah. then they they pretty much just preserved them instead of playing them that game and then played somebody else and then yeah, but. Uh, yeah. Anyway. Yeah, so it's a. I think it's a good thing that the boys are now getting more in tune with their bodies, so they, that way they can they can know when something is wrong or when something's about to be wrong before they get an injury, right? So no, true, yeah, true. But that, that was interesting seeing him uh, do that. But anyway, with that being said, uh, the season um, ends with City have won the the league. Yeah, um, obviously with United losing uh, to Liverpool there. Ole rested his players only for him to go out and lose to uh, Liverpool. That was just such a uh, so disappointing, man. Like I, I just but another, another thing, Felix. Felix said this too. He said the the Man United fans put their put their their team in a tough spot. You know what I mean? Because when they had that that protest, and there was about to be a second protest too. Actually, there was a second protest. There was, yeah. But uh, it, it didn't, like, stop the game from going down this time. But uh, pretty much when they did that protest, they ended up fucking Man United in the long run because it's like... No, 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 no. They did not fuck Man United in the run, long run. They screwed over the team for this season, but that was yeah. it. Yeah, 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 yeah. So pretty much because because, like... They had to play more games in less days mm-hmm. rather than resting. So Ole had no choice but to do that. But then it's like I was also having a I was having a conversation with Mo and I was like, we need we need a squad like Liverpool, bro, because 
what look at what Liverpool did for one whole season. They played that whole team for freaking fifty some games out, bro. No rest, bro. They didn't give a damn, bro. They did not give a damn, and bro, they won the league. They won the Champions League, but now nah, yeah. they paid for it. They paid for they paid it with for it. this year, but next yeah. year they're gonna be ready to go again because they have rested. Oh yeah, next year, next year for sure. Like. Yeah. And some of the money are machines, man. These guys can, you know, they, they will have the occasional injuries. They'll be out for like three weeks or something like that. But I think you're, you're, yeah, Jurgen Club messed himself up though because he did not, um, uh, what they call it, uh, uh, he had opportunities to rest players. The J- the Jota one was the dumbest thing. This is where I was like, Jurgen Club, like you are, not, you are. You know, I usually get hold you at high standard, but you showed so much immaturity and stupidity by yeah. playing Jota in a meaningless game, and that screw that's what screwed him over. If Jota yeah. was still healthy, I think they would have they may, they may not have won the league, but I think they would have still been like you know uh, second. In fact, if anything, they would have been. Um, yeah. yeah so uh, Jurgen messed them up, but. Uh, Still, the funny thing about this whole thing, Liverpool has had all these injuries. Like, they have been decimated. Yeah. No, no Jordan Henderson. No mm-hmm. Van Dijk. No uh, Joe Matip. No, uh, is it Joe Matip or Jose Gomez? I can't remember. Joe Gomez or whatever his name is. Uh, it seems to be they're all their leaders. All their leaders every, have been smashed. Everybody were out. Like, if you look at from, even I think Fabinho was out for a little bit or something. Um, Thiago, who they just got this season to catch himself up, he was out. Like, so many of their, like, starting lineup decimated. I don't know what team, I don't know what team survived. United lost Harry Maguire one game, and all of a sudden our back line looks like garbage. You know what I mean? Against Liverpool, you know? So... Everybody, every single person, you, you don't you don't see how how critical it is to lose your starters until you lose one of yours, and then all of a sudden you're like, oh shit, it's actually that bad, right? Mm-hmm. So, and, and I've been saying it, man. I've been telling people like Liverpool, if they didn't have the injuries this year, I really think they could have won it this year again, um, you know. But the injuries really messed them up, and. Then, then they lost a new signing, Jota, who just came in, which was just like, and they didn't lose him for like, you know, normal three, four weeks. It was like, you know, six weeks. And Jota, in my eyes, was that guy was going up to become uh, uh, the best uh, best player, in my opinion, this season, if not for his injury, uh, yeah. which Ruben Diaz at the, you know, the top spot. Um, but uh, Jota overall, he was... He was looking really good. So yeah. Liverpool, Liverpool, man, they got decimated hard. And to come third, to even beat Chelsea and come third, that, that was shocking. I did not mm-hmm. expect I was expect I, I even thought for a while like they were not gonna make uh Champions League. And all of a sudden they now made Champions League. Look at the Allison. I don't know if you saw the Allison last minute goal against uh Oh yeah. I was I was like, wow. <laughs> That was crazy. I was, I was so deflated when I saw that. I was like, oh, my God. But anyway, well that's, done. That's football. We love those moments. Even yeah. though sometimes it's not, it's not us, you know? Yeah. Well, well done to them. But for but for United, I know people are still saying we screwed. Look, you didn't, we didn't screw over United because United were still going to be second regardless. Yeah. We had already secured second in the bag. 
we were just, you know, our fan base were just like, look, we're tired of these owners. We're going to, you know, we're going to do this to prevent um, uh, what they call it, uh, uh, you know, these owners from leeching out from our club anymore, right? So, mm-hmm. you know, a lot of people keep saying, oh, you know, they screwed the team over. Guys, like, we were already second. We were not screwing anybody over. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? So, we already secured the over. <laughs> we uh, sorry. You guys, you guys were screwing Chelsea and Leicester over. Yeah, that's who we were screwing. Over. In fact, we were screwing Liverpool over in a way, but we ended up losing <laughs> to Liverpool, right? So, yeah. you know, whenever I hear people like, "Oh, you know, you screwed up, screwed United over," and I'm just like, guys, we didn't, we didn't screw our team over. In fact, our team were good. It was your teams that we were screwing over at the end of the day, and yeah. you know, United were not going to win the rest of their games to somehow beat uh, City to the league. City was going to win the league no matter what anyway. So um, people like people just want to say things just because, you know, they just want to say things. At the end of the day, we accomplished, our fan base accomplished what we should have accomplished anyway in the first place. Mm-hmm. And because of that, all of a sudden now, Glazers that don't used to, that never listen to us, all of a sudden listen to the fan base. So... Yeah, they they actually held a fan forum uh, meeting the other day. Like wow. they're not like they, they see a lot of people were like, oh, you know, blah blah blah, dude. When when you guys protested, do you know what happened? You guys, oh, the, the club heard us because and, and exactly they opened up a fan the uh, uh, fan forum thing. I think they invited uh, you guys to the board of directors meeting or some crazy shit. Yeah, so, yeah, yeah. So look, this this shit. Fans have voices, man. If people mm-hmm. don't believe, if people don't believe, uh, your the fan base has a voice. That is when football dies, yeah. right? And we keep I keep saying this, man. The Glazers are no longer just a United Manchester United problem. They are now a footballing problem. And if any person sits there and just you know says, oh, you know. Forget United fans, blah, blah, blah. Look, they are a football problem. They will find any way possible to ensure that football isn't a game of competition. It is a yeah. game of status and is a game of the status quo and who, um, what they call it, uh, owns more money than everybody else, yeah. right? The reason why the last day was exciting, why was it exciting? Because Leicester still had a chance to make it. Right. Mm-hmm. Exactly. Right. So, you know, if you take that away from Leicester, that's not football. If you say, yeah. okay, Leicester, you just made top four, but guess what? You're not going to be able to play in the Champions League because we don't have that anymore. We now have the ESL. That's yeah. not football. I'm not mm-hmm. saying the equivalent UEFA is better, but I'm saying at least UEFA understands that competition needs to happen to reward you know, people and UEFA is UEFA evil just as well, right? So yeah. people people keep crying about what United fans did. Stop crying about what United fans did. Who cares about your bloody Sunday? At the end of the day, it's just the way it is. That's mm-hmm. the way the fans have to do. We have to fight for themselves, and they have to make their their voices heard. You know what I mean? So yeah. if more people employ the same system, I'm telling you, a lot more shit will get done. But because mm-hmm. we sat back every single year. Oh, we're going to uh, provide a new jersey for the fans to wear. Oh, guess what? I'm going to go buy the new jersey. You know what I mean? Oh, guess what? I'm going to you know, buy the new hat, buy the new cleats, whatever, new soccer balls, right? Mm-hmm. 
they, the fans have not been protesting the right way. And finally, we're making a statement. And things are starting to change because of the statement. Now, it's too early. We don't know if it's going to work in the long run. The Glazers still need to leave the club. But mm-hmm. it's necessary that the fans keep on protesting, keep on fighting against this. Because if they don't do anything about it, it will be football's problem. It's not only going to be United's problem. It will mm-hmm. be football's overall problem. Yeah. Anyway, um, United came second. Um, final game, one to one We played our, you know, uh, second team. Um, and nah. uh, we need to talk about this boy. Which boy? We need to talk about Ahmad. Ahmad Diallo. That kid is a that kid is mint, man. He's he's a he's a phenomenal player. He's mint. I seen I seen the way he sent that ball over to Danny James. <laughs> oh my god! And Danny James fucking fucked that shit up, <laughs> dude. Oh. I was I was so mad, man. I haven't sent out like tweets in a long time, just because yeah. I, I, you know, social media sometimes is just too much. So I haven't sent out any tweets. But then yeah. after that, after that, this the first thing I just put up was Daniel James face palm on the fucking like on Twitter. Well, yeah. I could not believe how bad this guy missed. Look, man, this is the problem with Daniel James, man. You know, in one moment, he can put up a gorgeous cross yeah. for the, you know, he can use his speed to his advantage. But then the other things, like sometimes basic using his brain, he doesn't do it well. Like yeah. when I think his brain, I in just making the right decisions, bro. You mean I, I have a goalkeeper in front of me? ready to save a shot and I have another player wide open that if I pass the ball to, he's going to have an open net to score. Daniel James will try to shoot that ball. That's how bad sometimes he is. Like, it's just like, when, when is maturity in your football game, right? A lot of people know this, like a mature football player would understand that, okay, what is the best, what is the highest percentage opportunity right now for my team to get the win, to get the goal? And, Mm -hmm. They the 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 um, the smarter player would just make the right decision. Okay. Daniel James, he's just like a deer in the headlights, man. This guy is a, or a rabbit in the head with headlights. Like he will mm-hmm. sprint to everything, and literally oh, he had he had Rui Patricio. He already beat Rui Patricio. All he needed to do was just take the ball to the side, just one touch to the side. Rui mm-hmm. Patricio would have been done, and he would have an open net. No, he tries to chip him, and he's like not even a chip. It's like it was so bad, dude. Like it was so bad. It's a baby, baby touch. <laughs> like, it was it was so bad. Yeah, but I'm a Diallo, man. That kid is such a he's an amazing player. You know, we keep talking about Jadon Sancho, Jadon Sancho, Jadon Sancho. This is another criticism I have for Ole now. You know, they've given you Ama Diallo. Like just play that kid. You know what I mean? What if I was Ole, what I would do right now is I'll sell Daniel James. You know, regardless yeah. of what he's done so far, like that was a meaningless game. I can't rely on him on, you know, the the bigger games or whatever. Mm-hmm. And, and you got Facundo Palestri, who if, I don't know if you've watched some of the games in the Spanish league where he's played, but this kid, he's just as good as Daniel James, in, even maybe slightly better. He's just as yeah. selfish. He he sometimes doesn't use his head, you know, like how Daniel James doesn't, but in my opinion, he's a better version. He has more skills and he can do more on the ball 
that Daniel James can. So I don't understand why they just don't sell Daniel James anyway. Like, just yeah. sell the dude, man. Like, he's, I mean, I don't think he's that bad, but I think he's a player that will benefit a team like Leeds, you know, where good coaching is put up on his, uh, on his side. And then focus on the players like Ahmad, who yeah. actually has, like, good technique, good skills, yeah. an intelligent mind in his head, right? Mm-hmm. Focus on these players, but instead, rather, he's not even doing that, right? So it's like, yeah. it's like, bro, like, what a... Anyway, so my criticism of Ole is like you, you don't play these young kids that actually have talent and you don't nurture them in the right way. You don't have a good system for them to build off of. For example, against um, uh, Leicester, right? He played the second team. The second team didn't know what to do worth shit. Like they did not know. Everybody was sitting back. It was a good game. Don't don't mind me. It was actually a very good game. Leicester against United. Yeah. But he had the team sitting back and countering. And it was like, okay, well, that is our strategy, yeah. But then this game against Wolves, you know, he had them play more on the front foot against Wolves. But then the thing was like, you know, these players like being having the ball on their feet, right? So mm-hmm. why aren't you training them to pressure high, win the ball early, so that they can play with the ball on their feet because that's what they're good at? But no, let's sit back counter. We lose the game 2-1. Then against uh, freaking Wolves, where it's the same, kind of the same team, he now goes on the front foot. It's like, okay, well, you knew they can play with the ball anyway. Why, what is this What is this crazy thing about protecting? Uh, it just drives me insane. Like, I get it. Like, you got to protect the back four. But what is, what is this obsession of, you know, protecting things that, you know, they're going to pump goals in anyway? You're yeah. playing Bayer and Lindelof. They're going to score anyway. You know, we all know this. Those guys <laughs> can see goals no matter what. Like, it's just the way it is when you play those two. And then the yeah. midfield that you put on in front of them, it doesn't shield them anymore. Like, doesn't shield them very well with Matic. Just play just play on the front foot, man. Let's enjoy watching the fucking football game, man. Like, mm-hmm. this is my problem with Ole. Like, it's like, bro, you can... You have players that want to get on the ball, that want to do beautiful things on the ball, that want to you know, create, that want to make the game fun for all of us to watch. But you don't want to let these kids free. And then you yeah. let them free in one of the most meaningless games ever. And it's like, just Leicester, that was a game because Leicester don't know how to, when you give Leicester the football, you know, they don't really know much how to do with it. Yes, they can counter you or whatever. But still, if, you know, if you put pressure on Leicester, like you saw with Tottenham against Leicester, mm-hmm. they don't know what to do. You know, so put, you know, put pressure against these teams. Like, get, get on the front foot. Play the game you want to play. Yeah, sure, Leicester love the counterattack. But then they weren't even counterattacking. They had the football on their feet, and they still beat us. <laughs> so it's like, which is it, man? You know, might as well go out and play a good football game for all of us to watch mm-hmm. then play shit, and then we just don't enjoy it. So anyway, like, it's just my only thing. And then... You, you know, people criticize this, uh, oh, we don't have a second team. We don't have a second team. We don't have a second team. Well, the reason why we don't have a second team is because you don't play the other guys on the bench. Every other team, look at every other, other top four team this season, whether out of necessity or whether it's because they have to rotate. City have the best two teams. They're, they can put in their second team, and the second team will just be as good as their first team, right? They have a good squad. United doesn't have a good squad. Yeah. Chelsea has a decent squad. Yeah, mm-hmm. maybe not all of them will get on the thing, but like 
they have you guys have a decent squad. You still have a good backup that can support your you know starting team. They may not yeah. be as great, but you still have a good backup that can support you know your starting team, right? Mm-hmm. When you look at Liverpool, Liverpool has a strong first team, but the second team, look at them, they've been decimated by injuries. They still came third. Yeah. Right? So it was like, yeah, you know, we're we're the only team that if we don't have a first team playing, we don't fucking know what we're gonna do. Mm-hmm. So Anyway, it's frustrating. It's frustrating. And look, Harry Maguire has played how many games now? Look at him now. He's injured. He can't play in the final. We're yeah. playing against Villarreal, a team, in my opinion, we should beat. But without Harry Maguire now, that 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 is a lot harder now because these guys haven't been putting on minutes, mm-hmm. right? And if you look at this season, this season, one of the problem, one of the issues with, with us doing this podcast is because uh, is that there's so many games we can't keep up. We yeah. literally couldn't keep up this season because there were game after game after game. You miss one game, that's it, man. Like, there were so many games, right? Yeah. Imagine the athletes. They couldn't keep up. So rotate the shit out of them anyway. But mm-hmm. no, we wouldn't do it. So now you've played these players so much that when they get an injury, it's a big injury and it's a crucial time in the season when yeah. you need them for a final, right? So You pretty much, you pretty much put mileage on them and didn't exactly. Tell Exactly. Yeah. Exactly. So you gotta like, you know, it's it's sad. It's very sad. Like when I look at these kids and I'm just like, man, we could do so much. Even okay, okay, even Daniel James. I, I criticize him all the time, right? But mm-hmm. Daniel James could do with some minutes. The game against Leicester, why wasn't he playing? Yeah. The game against Liverpool, why wasn't he playing? Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? So these these critical games, yeah, you know. They, okay, we everybody's like, oh, we can't rely on him. Yeah, but the guy's a speed merchant, man. The counterattack yeah. game works for him, mm-hmm. but you're not playing him. So then when he goes in a game against Wolves, he gets an opportunity like that. Of course, he's going to mess up like that because he's yeah. not getting minutes to play. Look, I'm not blaming Ole for that miss. That miss was horrible. But you can yeah. also understand, if your players are coming in cold all the time, they're not sharp. They're yeah. not ready for those moments. Those moments when you need them the most, they're not there for it because their brain isn't thinking game speed. They're thinking, mm-hmm. I'm, still in pra- I'm still in the training ground, so I'm going to try something stupid. When a player who is game ready every time, yeah, bang on, they're ready for that shit. Anyway, um, but that's it. United comes second. Um, I, do you even remember what your prediction, the final predictions were? I can't remember what my final predictions were, but I think mm-hmm. I, I, I did this for 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 all uh for all my predictions they all came right. They all came right. Nice. Yeah. The uh, think, City City Liverpool Chelsea United. All I think I, Yeah, and, I think I probably, Yeah. No, and sorry. Then, go ahead. And then the relegate the relegation side too also came came through. No, yeah. I think uh, I picked uh Leicester, I think, to come top four, but I can't remember um yeah, and I, yeah, I told you, and I told you, Leicester was going to drop out of the top four. Yeah, yeah, you did, man. You did. Those guys, man. I, you know, I really feel for them. Like they're just perennial chokers, you know. Um, <laughs> and but like the good thing is they didn't choke in the FA Cup final. That was the good thing. The bad yeah. thing is they should have rode off that momentum mm-hmm. and gotten into the Champions League. Like, yeah. In my opinion, this Tottenham team was there for for the taking. You know what I mean? And Tottenham are not like a very great team. Plus, 
Leicester, I think they were up a couple of times in that match. And mm-hmm. that game plays according to their hands. If Leicester is up, good luck trying to break them down, right? Yeah. Um, but all of a sudden, they were up and they still lost. So it is interesting. Yeah, I, I've seen a lot of people criticize, like one of the criticism, and I w- want to call this out because some of the criticism I've seen some people say is like guys like uh, Soyon Chu, Fofana, Johnny Evans are better than Harry Maguire. And I laugh at that every single time I've seen that because I'm like, you guys don't know what Harry Maguire brought to that Leicester team. Now he's yeah. gone, you know, and Fofana, everybody, I, people just get on their knees for this dude, man. Like, look, the kid is not I know, that, I know, I know. But he's man. not that good, you know. <laughs> He's. I mean, I don't. I don't mind him. He has. But he, he, has he has some. He has some. He has some good games, right? Yeah. He got, he's got good games. You know what I mean? Like it's only gonna develop more. But like, bro, it takes time. It takes time. That's. I said. That's something people don't don't understand. Like they will be like, oh yeah, this nigga is the best. I'm like, bro, just chill, okay? Yeah. Just chill. He's growing. You know, he's yeah. developing. Just give him time to do what he does, to do what he needs to do, and then he's going to be there, right? So exactly. But like, yeah, like he's a good find. Don't get me wrong. But my goodness, he's not like you know, people are he's like the next coming of sliced bread. Like you guys just chill the F out, you know what I mean? Um, but uh no, dude, like uh, uh it, it's it's crazy how much choking these guys do when it comes to the final end of the season. I think that comes with Brendan Rodgers, man. I think Brendan Rodgers wants to get there so bad that either he puts either too much pressure on these guys or he doesn't put enough pressure on these guys because he's trying to, like, weather the storm. But then they end up missing out on everything. So it's it's a big, big, big eye-opener for anybody out there to, you know, to see. Uh, but anyway, Look, Brendan is also a perennial choker. But I guess not yeah, in the, that's FA, not in yeah, the FA Cup this year. Yeah, that's, but next, that's what I next, said. next year, next year I think Leicester will be in the top four. But yeah. but that but that also depends on what players everybody buys. So mm-hmm. yeah, you got to bring your money to stake your claim this year because the season is going to be crazy. Yeah. So it's going to be nuts, man. You're going to have Chelsea chasing City. Liverpool back again. United, uh, they need to fire Ole, get a new manager. Yeah. I think, I think, I think, I think Zidane is like available now or something because he's he just finished up at Real. You, you, and, wait, wait, wait. Did I just hear you right? You said United need to fire Ole. Yeah, United needs to United need to fire Ole, bro. They need Damn. to get rid. Of, they need to get rid of Ole if they want these players to grow. Right now, your you guys' players are just being stalemates. And I don't I don't see how a lot of you guys are not noticing this. I mean you're noticing it, but a lot of your fans are not. Like, you know what I mean? They they're not noticing how these players are not developing, like where to be, how to pass the ball, how to where to be to receive the ball. You know what I mean? Like what are the trigger presses, you know, th- stuff like that. I be, when I watch United, I see that these players don't have it. Rashford is declining. Like even though he's still putting in for goals, 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 it's not enough, bro. Rash has the potential to play for a team like Real Madrid. You know what I mean? Rash has the potential to play for a top, a top, 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 top club. You know what I mean? But right now, it's like it's like pretty much 
these guys are declining. The the only person who I say will probably who 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 improved more this season is Bruno. But even with that, I I, I don't even know. Like I like Bruno, but sometimes it's like I feel like it's just Bruno's mentality and the fact that he wants to win that pushes him to be a great player, not the coach. You mm-hmm. know what I'm saying? So I think honestly, I think I think then if you guys want to compete next year. You're going to have to get a new manager because the next this next season coming up is going to be tough. I'm gonna uh, I'm gonna I'm I'm gonna say one thing though. I don't think that the players are declining. I in fact think I think the players are learning to be to find themselves in a way. Like you know they're 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 kind of left at it. I think Ole kind of leads them to kind of figure it out on themselves. Now, to talk about Rashford, I don't think Rashford has declined. I think Rashford is playing through injuries. Like, this guy actually has a back problem that he's been dealing with for, like, the whole season. Um, In fact, people have been calling that this boy needs to be shut down. They need to shut him down for the rest of the season. Tell him, don't go to Europe. Just go catch a break because you're going to break next year or something. So I think there's a combination of that. But on the other hand, I also think that Rashford is not as good as people make him out to be. I'm going to... and. I like Rashford, but I'm going to be honest. I don't think – I think he's going to go to a club like Real Madrid and people are going to be like, hmm, yeah, I don't know about you, kiddo. You know what I mean? Um, yeah, no, be, like right, right, right now, right now, I can't see him in Real because no, I feel no. like I feel like he's not he's not there, but he should yeah. be there. You know what I mean? Like those are the, those are the expectations of Rashford when he first started. People yeah. are like, oh, yeah, we can see him playing for Real. You know what I mean? Yeah. Like – and he had the talent, bro. He had, he had it. He knew what he was doing. Even when, even, even the season when uh, Mourinho came in, he actually, he actually did really good. You know what I mean? Because he was like, um, he was that guy that uh, Mourinho was kind of like depending on a lot, right? And then mm-hmm. the second season as well, Rashford blossomed. He blossomed a lot. He then came Ole, and then Rashford blossomed, blossomed in like the first in the first couple seasons. But this season has been like it's been it's been hit or miss for me, man. Like I I like Rash, you know I like Rash. I think he's an amazing player and shit. But he he, he can still get there. I just think he needs like a better manager, you know. I I think and, a better manager would definitely help him. But I think a part of it is his injury. I think he needs to be shut down. That's the first and foremost thing. Shut yeah. the guy down. Just say, look, you're not playing anymore. You're not allowed to go to Europe. We're going to send them your medical report and just show show Gareth Southgate that you play this kid, this kid is going to be injured for the next 10 years. Like, you know, I think that's a big thing. But on the same breath as, as well, I think he is just not as good as people make him out to be. I think the difference between Marshall and Rashford is Marshall's more talented, but does not have the winner's mentality or the club's, you know, wears the club's uh, shirt on his sleeve, right? Rashford, on the other hand, is less talented, but wears the United like DNA on his sleeve. Like this guy will break his like that's what he's doing right now. He's gonna break his body for Manchester United, yeah. but he shouldn't have to do that. And I think that's the biggest problem right now with Marcus Rashford's injury. And yes, with another coach making better, I think to an extent, I think he needs a coach like you know Pep, in my opinion. I think those kind of or or Conte, you know, those coaches yeah. that are just you know the the 
the details matter to them. Not they don't they don't create a stinker because they want to be like Mario. Mario just create a stinker because he wants to mentally motivate you, which I think is bullshit. I think most of these players are already motivated. I think you know what you need is a coach that can coach you to be able to do the right things at the right time. And that's yeah. the big you see Daniel James, what Daniel James does, Rashford does it at half at a half a percentage of what Daniel James does. Yeah. You know, the kid is so good. He's so he's a freak of an athlete, but he doesn't use his brain well. And I think he needs coaches like Conte, he needs coaches like Pep, um, you know, uh Nagelsmann, Hansi Flick, those type of coaches that would tell you, hey, this is where you need to move. This is how you need to move. This is where you need to put the ball at. This is like different kind of things. Here's how you can make the right decision. Here's what I want you to do to make the Absolutely. right decision, you know, Absolutely. 90% of the time. So I think that's what he needs. But on the same breath, it's hard to kind of, it's tough to kind of blame that on Ole this year. I think Ole, you know, for me, I've always said it. You know, if I was a director, I would fire him. First thing, that's my first thing. I'll get rid of him. Uh, people think this is unpopular. People are going to call me, you know, a traitor. They're going to say, hey, you're not the guy for the club, but that's my opinion. I, I I would not have him there. But if Ole were to stay, Ole just needs better coaches. You could mm-hmm. be a shitty manager, but have good-ass coaches on your back. Look at Zidane. Yeah. Zidane has won trophies, well, because of Ronaldo too. But, yeah. you know, he actually has some decent-ass coaches Riding behind beside him, but if Zidane, have, Zidane is also a good coach, though. No, 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 he's not a good coach. He's not. He's not. A, he's not a good coach. He's an okay coach at best. Like he, you know, you can you can see that his footballing strategy is all about like Ronaldo and Inshallah. Like that's just the way he he, he <laughs> ran off with uh, Madrid back then, and then when he came back, it became Benzema. He's being, in my opinion, he's been carried by. The Real Madrid DNA and the, and the Galacticos. The players are that good that you literally just need to come in there and just say, "Look, express yourselves. Um, here's what we're gonna ta- here's what we're gonna attack. Here's what we're gonna do. But I want you guys to express yourselves the most and let your talent shine." And that has helped him. But now, if you look, he has a lot of young players, and what is happening? Those young players are not doing that well under him. Vinicius is great; he's improving, but he's not. He's not hitting where we want him to be. You know, if you look at the other guy, Rodrigo, he's good, but he's not there where we want him to be. A good coach will make those players elevate their game, like, exponentially in a season. Mm-hmm. For example, Louis van Gaal, we did not like him as a manager, but that guy's a phenomenal coach. Go back and watch the games where, you know, Martial and uh, Rashford were bursting out to the scenes. Mm-hmm. It was under Louis van Gaal because he knew, like, look, Here's where I want you to play. Here's how I want you to receive the ball. Here's what I want you to do. The players are going to find you. Move here, right? You know mm-hmm. what I mean? So he he knew how to breed these players and make younger players get to their potential. Mm-hmm. But when you look at Zidane, you look at Ole, these guys just don't know what to do with young players. They literally don't know what to do. Um, and the, the thing they just tell them is like, hey, just play your heart out. You know, play, you know, Play for the badge, Hala Madrid, you, yeah. or you the United Way, you know, Glory Glory United. You know what I mean? And that's literally what they do. Yeah. Um, but uh, Ole, I don't know if he should get fired. I think I, I personally would get rid of him, but I don't think he should get fired. I think he needs, I think he needs to just say, look, Michael Carrick, 
Mike Phelan, you know, uh, Lee Grant, I'm hearing is a goalie coach now or whatever. Guys like that, I think they just need to say, look, guys, like, chill. I'm going to hire some better guys that's going to help me build what I've got. And then when I get some good players coming to the team, I don't look like a doofus. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. And that's just what I think you should do. But he will not do it. He will not do it. And next season, he will pay the price. He will pay the freaking price. He will see it. See, you're going to come out flying. Liverpool are going to come out flying. Chelsea, even though you guys are a little bit so-so, you guys are not going to rest on your laurels. And if he doesn't take the advantage and the opportunity now, if he doesn't take that chance and revitalize his coaching staff, he will be in big danger next season. Mm -hmm. But we keep saying this, and Ole keeps standing the test of time. So we'll see what happens anyway. Yeah. True, true. Let's see. It's all about waiting and seeing now, just like the Champions League final. Yeah, man, just like Champions League final. Um, Speaking of which, speaking of La Liga, La Liga ended up in a very dramatic fashion. Yeah, my boys Atletico took it. <laughs> yeah, Atletico. My boy Jao Felix took it. That's all I was so happy it, about. It was crazy because, like, um, these dudes, <laughs> both of them were losing. Real Madrid and Atletico were losing 1-0. And yeah. uh, they came back to both win 2-1. <laughs> so they came out to both. Yeah, they both did. Came out to win 2-1. Were you watching the game? I, I didn't catch the game at all. Yeah, I was, I was watching it, man. I was watching it. <laughs> I was like, I was watching Real and then um, on, the, on Bean Sports and then on Bean Sports was also like on the uh, uh, half side was the other game. So they were showing both of them. And I was just like, man, what is going on? Put the ball in the back of the net. You know yeah. what I mean? And I was supporting Villarreal as well because Unai Emery was like, I need Unai Emery to do us a job, man, because we didn't, we, we didn't need to... We couldn't lose that game because if we lost that game in Real One, that'll be it. And then mm-hmm. as well, if um, what do you call it? If we, if we um, uh, what did I want to say? And then if we if we tied the game as well, also we're in risk of also losing it. So right. we needed we needed to win. We just yeah. needed to win, and it was like. I was like, come on, come on, Cholo Simeone. <laughs> it's oh, time, bro. It's showtime. We have to do this now because, like, if we don't, we may not get this chance again, bro. Yeah. And, like, we ah, we, find, we, we got the job done. Thanks to Luis Suarez, left Barcelona, came to Atletico, won the title in his first year. You yeah. Extension. Barcelona is so dumb, man. Like, how do how would you get let a guy like Luis Suarez go and mm-hmm. not really replace him with anybody worth of note? <laughs> what that do, there's there's another thing that pisses me off with Barcelona. When I when when Ronald Koeman came in, yeah, and he said Ricky Puge is going to go is it's not it's not what I need. Yeah. I was like. I was like, you are so stupid. I was like, I hope you get fired. I'm like, I'm definitely, I definitely hope you get fired. How can you come into a club? You haven't even looked at it, bro. Like, and Ricky Puge is supposed to be like the next guy right after Messi. You know what I mean? Mm. And it's like, you don't even give the boy a chance. 
and you tell him, oh yeah, like like uh, there's, there's there's no place for him here, and it's like, bro, you must be stupid. You in Netherlands had to mold all these players that were juniors to come in into the senior team, you know, yeah. bro. And let me. Like, yeah, there's some there's some coaches, man, that just or managers that just you just know when they're like Ronald Coleman. I was just like when they announced him, I was like, what has he even done? That was my question. I was like, this guy, this guy. Oh, wait, wait, hold on, hold on, hold on, hold on, hold on. I used to play for Barcelona. <laughs> I know I used to play for Barcelona. No, seriously, though, honor. Like, what has he done? This guy, this guy played. Uh, I mean, coached uh, Southampton. Okay, they weren't that bad, yeah. but he coached them. And then he went to Everton, and they were kind of okay, but yeah. then he got his ass fired. Yeah. And then he went to Netherlands, and it's just like, okay, Netherlands are a good team. Why don't you just stay with Netherlands? Yeah. Oh no, no, no! And then he was, no, I don't he was making he was making way too. Now he freaking left, and now Frank De Boer is the is the is the new manager, and I think Netherlands are gonna do really, really terrible. In this <laughs> Frank De Boer is not trash. Like, oh my lord! Like, Did you hear what <laughs> you hear what Mourinho said about him? He's like, no, I, he's no, like, shit, I can't no, believe no. a guy like Frank the Boys manager for Netherlands. Oh. Hello? Hello? I don't know what the hell happened, but I don't know what happened either. But but Mourinho Mourinho said, he's like, he's like, I don't know why Frank the Boy is the is is how he got that job. <laughs> he's like he's, <laughs> he's like he's one of the worst managers ever. And I was just like, I was dying, man. That is so funny. <laughs> yeah, no, Mario, Mario talked a bunch of shit. But um, I think uh, I think we may be having an issue with recording. So we're just going to put a quick pause. And um, I might send you a second invite just because my phone actually just, uh, uh, you know, cut off and it's out of battery and it's showing me something else. So anyway, we'll pause it for now and then yeah. we'll we'll connect right back. Okay. 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 All right. Now we're back. Yeah. Okay. Um, but yeah, no. Um uh what they call it again, uh the Frank de Boer. This guy had I don't know how he got the role. I don't know how he got the position. Uh, and then the same same thing with Ronald Coleman. Ronald Coleman, I don't know why he got the Barcelona position. Like, you know, Bar- Barca is such a, a, used to be like the staple, you know? Remember when they had like Xavi Iniesta and Sergio Busquets midfield just destroying every other midfield in the, in the world? Mm-hmm. And then they now had uh, MSN, Messi, Neymar, and Suarez. Just yeah. absolutely destroying everybody, and now they're such a joke. It's just like, like, what are you guys doing? Like, what's anyway? Um, but uh, yeah, you know, the the Ronald Coleman, he doesn't deserve that position as a Barcelona, um, uh, uh coach. I don't know why they got him, and I guess because there was nobody else, they were firing everybody left, right, and center. Yeah. Um, and nobody else, and you know the funny thing, the sinister thing. Remember when Ernesto Valverde got fired? And yeah. when he got fired, he was smiling. Yeah. He was smiling. 
you know, everybody like, oh, he doesn't play the Barca way, blah, blah, blah. And I'm just like, guys, like, you know, you know how managers get fired? Like, they look devastated. You know what I mean? This guy, you know, the only people who I've seen, like, whenever they get fired, you know, they're smiling is Jose Mourinho because he's smiling all the way to the bank. Um, (laughs) You know, (laughs) and uh, and Esto Valverde was the other one. And I'm just like, usually you see managers look miserable, like, when they're getting canned, right? But this yeah. guy was smiling all the way. And, and in a way, his face was kind of like, you guys will see. You guys will really see how shit I've been, how much shit I've been dealing with when I leave this cancer. Um, anyway, so it's it's interesting to see him kind of out of the picture. And, you know, you have an, an idiot, Ronald Coleman, kind of, you know, running the thing. And, you know, Ronald Coleman comes from these Dutch coaches which are very arrogant um they they just have you know this massive arrogance to them you know johan cruyff very arrogant if you go watch like the barista dark commentaries on johan cruyff and what he brought to them and then you not add on top you know guys like louis van gaal you know add on top you know ronald coleman frank de boer all these guys who think like they're going to revolutionize football and they they have they have what it takes to absolutely you know reinvent the wheel and it's like football is just a game of like 11 uh 22 players in a ball and and putting it in the back of the net you know but they always seem to come up with all this crazy shit and you know please don't was successful though he was successful i'm just saying like there's an arrogance to these coaches right because of managers because of this have this Dutch football that they talk about. And Dutch football is like, yeah, it's great. But, like, guys, like, chill the fuck out, man. At the end of the day, you guys keep talking about Dutch football. How many freaking World Cups have you won, you know? <laughs> Let's be real out here, right? Like, you know, all these, you know, Dutch football, Brazil, Germany, uh, just destroying you guys with your own style of football. And it's like total football. Sounds like a communist idea. Like it's, you know, but I mean, I'm a huge, I'm a huge believer in their football. I never love football philosophy, but I just find arrogance because they don't leave opportunities for diversity of thinking, which I think is much more important in football than just one style of play. Right. Uh, But that's a whole other, that's a whole other, um, uh, podcast if we ever wanted to cover that. But um, Ronald Coleman to me was just like, are you guys kidding me? You know, of all coaches, you guys got this guy? Yeah. Anyway. Um, it, just, it just sounded and looked so desperate. Like, Yeah. And for Ronald Koeman to also accept that, I'm just like, man, you're doing good at Netherlands. Do you yeah. understand what Barcelona is? Like, it's a project and a half, bro. Bro, <laughs> it's more than that. It's a, it's a poison chalice now. Like, yeah. the next, the, the, you need to deal with the transition of getting rid of an aging Messi yeah. you know, and getting some new blood into the team that can actually play the Barcelona way. Like, that football to the core, right? Pedri, bring bring what's his name? Bring tell Ricky Puge, man. Okay, you won't play as much games, but I want you to watch Messi. Or then you play yeah. Messi with him, and you'd be like, okay, look, 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 you see what Messi's doing here? Yeah, Frankie de Jong, all these guys, and I'm pretty sure you could have played this boy, man. It's like this guy is talent. This guy is mint. For you yeah. to just give up on him just like that just shows me you're not a good coach, bro. 
no. you didn't even yeah you didn't even come in on the your first training session and you're like yeah i gotta get rid of this kid yeah. but anyway enough of those guys they're jokes um but with that uh, Zanadi Zidane is out of a job um which is uh interesting because he's, he might, he's go, he might go to Tottenham man and thinking because I was I was thinking about it. I was like man where could Zidane end up at now nah no nah, nah Nuno Nuno Espirito Santo is going to Tottenham you think so yeah he'll park the bus for ages bro <laughs> <laughs> Dude, I'm pretty sure Harry Kane is tired of that, bro. But this is why yeah, Harry Kane he, is like, I gotta get the hell out of here. <laughs> he, he has, he has no choice because uh, Harry Kane. If Harry Kane is gone, who is he gonna? How how is he gonna be playing sexy football? How is he gonna be playing sexy football without Harry bro, Kane? Man, don't don't forget, you still have you still have Son here, man. Son Son is gonna leave too, bro. You just oh, watch. He uh, hasn't, he hasn't Bayern, announced it. Bayern is looking at him, man. Eh? Yeah, he hasn't announced it, but he's probably gonna go somewhere, bro. Like the guy is probably like, "Look, I need to win something too, man." If if Kane is gone, the only the only players that they like, Bale is gonna be going back to like Real. Bale's like, "Fuck this shit!" Like I'm, I'm going back. You, you know? So? Yeah, Zidane but, has been Zidane is leaving. Oh, yeah. He's oh, yeah, Zidane. So yeah, he will go. Oh. Yeah. Shit. So, like, all these guys are leaving. Harry Kane is leaving. Bale's leaving. Son is probably looking like, so I'm going to be stuck with these dudes. Son's probably, I'm out, right? The only real, like, the good thing for uh, Spurs is they have a midfield. Yeah. The only good thing. And, 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 And the midfield, like, the midfield is not the greatest, but they have a midfield. They have Hoiberg. They have Ndombele, right? Ndombele is going to be crazy next year, man. Right, exactly, and Lochelso. Crazy next year. So you, you've got those three: Lochelso, Ndombele, and Hoiberg. You actually have a good starting midfield that you can work with, right? Yeah. So you just need to get, and they have Bergwijn, who is young. I think Bergwijn is going to be good next year. I think some people have been making fun of Bergwijn for whatever reason, but that kid is actually injured. Huh? Has he been injured? I haven't been hearing oh. much about him. I don't know. I think they've just been benching him because people, for some reason, they started to give up on the kid already. The kid is actually pretty good. So, yeah, man, is good, man. That goal he scored against uh, on his first on his first game. Oh my lord! Who was yeah, that again? He, uh, I can't remember. City. Well, I can't remember who. Maybe City. Oh, was he United? I don't know. But anyway. Like Berg Bergwijn is actually still good, and they've got Lucas Moura, even though he's coming towards the end of his cycle. They still yeah. got him. They've got Lamella, who's these are like good, like uh, Moura and Lamella, good like backups. They yeah. just need to get themselves an, an actual good left winger to help out with Son, and yeah. then get themselves like a good, decent striker. That guy could have been Jimenez, but Jimenez has the skull fracture, right? So yeah, I don't what's know. What's going on with him anyway? I don't think it's I honestly don't think it's gonna come back, bro. Like he may come back, but he's never gonna be the same again. Because yeah. you know, that shit, Ryan Mason, the current coach of Tottenham, had that problem. And what ha- what ended up happening with him was he ended up uh retiring from the game because dude, half the time they're gonna be throwing balls in your head yeah. and you're gonna be seeing stars every time, right? So yeah. so yeah, he um I think he's gonna I think he's gonna retire. I have a feeling he meant he's gonna retire, which is gonna be absolutely heartbreaking because I love Jimenez, but I think I, he's a good striker. Yeah, I don't think he I don't think he can make it. Um so yeah, like the actually let's pray for him, man. Let's pray for him. 
Yeah, man, we're gonna pray, man. But you know, it's what it is, right? Yeah. You know. So Tottenham, Tottenham are in a good position, in my opinion, to like really rebuild. Um, they need to sell the, their center backs, bro. Like Alderweireld and fucking Davis and Sanchez, those boys are just like calamity, man. Not, not even, not even Davis and Sanchez. What's the other Eric Dyer, bro? <laughs> <laughs> Eric Dyer, have you seen a bit of Eric Dyer, man? Have you Jeez. seen the expressions oozing? The what? Expressions oozing. He's this guy on YouTube. No, no, no. Uh, he fucking jizzes Eric Dyer every <laughs> freaking time. <laughs> Eric Dyer, man. Yeah, look, all of them need to go. Davinson needs to go. Eric needs to go. Otherwise, is too old. They need they need like a full on like rebuild on their back line. Even Serge Aurier needs to go. Um Matt Doherty is like a good backup. Um and then Reguillon is a good okay-ish left back. And then Ben Davis is a good backup. Um, but yeah, dude, like they need like a big cleanup in for Spurs. Like they actually need like a full on like revamp. Yeah. Because uh, if not, they're gonna be fucked. They're gonna get eaten alive next season. Um, the good thing though is they uh, they made it um, at least into the top seven, <laughs> and Arsenal didn't make it. It's uh, crazy, right? I was just like, and Arsenal Arsenal won their game too. Yeah, they did. But you know what? I actually think this could be a blessing in disguise for Arsenal. Yeah, because they can rebuild properly and forget yeah. about all these Europe competitions and now deal with what's happening in that club. Yeah, exactly. But it's gonna take it's gonna take the owner to do it. The Spotify guy still wants to buy Arsenal. Stan does he? Yeah, Stan Kroenke doesn't um doesn't want to sell. Actually, he wants to sell, but he he's he has a really high price. I think it's like four billion or something. Nah. But, but the Spotify is like two two billion, so he needs like another two. So they're saying a whole bunch of other players might join up with him, and then they might just buy the club. So. What? Nah. He um uh uh I would say um that club is like a one point five billion club. If Stan Kroenke is asking for four billion, fuck it. Just let him have it. Like they're gonna get relegated next season and then all of a sudden <laughs> Bro, let's, let's, and we need to be we need to be clear on this, right? Not in no chance ever is Arsenal, Chelsea, Manchester United, or City ever getting relegated. Yeah, the- I know. But, but dude, <laughs> it would be so fucking funny, bro. If, like, <laughs> Arsenal get relegated. <laughs> this, this fucking idiot has, like, a... I know, I know daddy, daddy's going to go crazy. For yeah, he's probably, he's probably going to have a nightmare, man. Like, no, but seriously, though, if they, like, or if they even close relegation next season... He's gonna be forced mm-hmm. to sell them for like one point five bill. Like yeah. he will panic and he will sell, bro. He will because okay. because the fans will revolt and there's just gonna be so much fucking shit happening. Like sponsors are gonna ask him to sell. Like a bunch of shit is gonna happen that Stan Kroenke needs to leave. Like you know, sell his uh, pieces of the club, right? Yeah. But um, nah, bro. Like this, I think this guy, this guy owns uh, an NFL team too, eh? Yeah, I think is it uh, LA Rams or something? Yeah, it was LA. But yeah, he cares more about the 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 football team. It's kind of like uh, Glazers. They care more about the football, like the American football team, NFL yeah. team, than like an actual football club. Like they care more about those teams, right? So the Americans. 
Yeah, because the American they don't know anything about like uh the football. Uh one guy, I read this one thing where this one fan was talking about um, meeting Stan Kroenke, right? Mm-hmm. And then and then he talked uh he saw him at the hotel. He's like, Hey Stan, you know, how about like Arsenal just winning that, you know, crucial game, blah, blah, blah. And then Stan looked at yeah, him. What? <laughs> what are you like, talking about? He was like they, they played, <laughs> you know, like <laughs> you <even know. laughs> yeah, man. These guys are so freaking bad, dude. But anyway, <laughs> yeah. But as you said, like this is an opportunity for them to like actually rebuild properly. But mm-hmm. if you if you don't have the right guys behind, I, I remember when Ch- it was Chelsea's turn. No Europa. No yeah. Champions League, and we won the league that year. <laughs> but, but Chelsea, Chelsea's a well-run club, though. Chelsea's yeah. not. Like, yeah. Chelsea's the best-run club in all of England. Absolutely. I, no, I would say City. City. No, City, yeah. City, City's second. But I would say I would still say Chelsea. No, nah, but I would say I would say City are the best run because City knows, like before, like their a player is like out of commission. They've already yeah. recruited like ten players already to back up that 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 player, right? Except, except what was it like last last year where um where Pep didn't do it, and then I think Emmerich Laporte got injured and then they they didn't replace him. No, but yeah, but that but that was a freak one because Eric uh, Emmerich was the replacement for company, right? Yeah. Um, so that was the that was the freak one. The injury fucked up a lot of things, but they had like. You know, a bunch of because look at look at this, right? What club keeps giving their their manager money to just rebuild their defense every single fucking year? It's City. <laughs> City. It's not Chelsea. It's City. Yeah. You know what I mean? Chelsea's still playing with Zuma and what's his face, uh, Rudiger and yeah. Christensen, and Aspie is still playing as a you know, auxiliary center back. Like, yeah. come on, guys. You know, I know Chelsea's good, but Chelsea's not that good. You know, yeah. City, City, on the other hand, nonstop each year, they're always spending 45 to 50 million at least on their defense each yeah. year. Like, they're not, they don't play around with their, their defensive side, right? So, um, and look at Nathan Ake, for example. They got Nathan Ake, and he's, he's a shitty ass like center back. But now, they, now he is like no, no. He's always been shitty, bro. Like no, no, no. I know a lot of people. Like, Bournemouth made him look better, dude. I see. I've watched some games for him in Bournemouth. Yo, yo, check, check this out. Check he this was out. Shitty, bro. Check this out. Check this out. Nathan, Nathan Aki has more trophies than Harry Kane. <laughs> <laughs> he, actually, he actually has two trophies, eh? Yeah. So Nathan, Nathan won it when Antonio Conte was here, and then he won oh, yeah, it with. Yeah. Right, so he has oh two. Uh, Kane, yeah. Kane definitely needs to come to Chelsea, bro. Just Kane, push it, push it through. Just nah, push it. Through. He's not gonna, he's not gonna do it, man. He's not gonna do it. But yeah, dude. Like, but anyway, um, you know that it's just City, in my opinion, are the best run club. Uh, Chelsea comes in second, and then everybody else is kind of like meh. Maybe Leicester. Leicester will say he's third. They already signed, like, I think Sumari for, like, 25 mil or some shit like that. It was, um, so, it, it, it was actually a nice moment when uh, Kunai Vichari's uh, son was lifting that trophy. Yeah, 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 yeah. That was pretty sweet. That was pretty sweet. Yeah. 
this is what your dad had fought for, you know? Yeah. Yeah. Now you have accomplished it. So, yeah. Um, Real quick, let's jump in real quick before we end. But uh, Juventus, um, they made it yeah. to the uh, Champions League. I was really hoping they wouldn't. Yeah. But Napoli are, are such doofuses. They couldn't beat Hellas Verona. I saw Napoli, some... Napoli hasn't been the same since Sarri left, man. They have not been the same. Dude, it doesn't it matter. It doesn't. It doesn't freaking matter. They should have made. They should have made it this year. There's no excuse as to why they did it. And with that, Gennaro Gattuso got fired. Oh, uh, did he? Yeah, that's, that's, <laughs> that's what I'm hearing. I'm hearing that they got fired. I, I don't know. I don't know if I if I need to confirm or not. Every but, time, every, every time somebody, somebody every time Napoli loses a match, somebody gets fired. Yeah, dude. You guys so they would call us a lot too. They waited till he won that match in the Champions League, and then they fired him, bro. Yeah, <laughs> they don't play, man. So yeah, they can't. They can the dude. Um, and and in a way, I kind of agree with them because I'm like, if there's any season for them to like have made it, this was the season. But I also think it's dumb because I think next season Napoli will be a much better team because finally Victor Seaman, they had mm-hmm. a lot of issues with like COVID. Like there was a lot mm-hmm. of weird shit that happened to them this season. So I'm kind of I, I was kind of shocked that they that they pulled the plug that quick mm-hmm. on like, Gennaro, but. Yeah. I, at the same breath, I was like, guys, like this is the last game of the season. Beat Hellas Verona and you're through. And yeah. they freaking tied with them. It was just like, are you kidding me? Even AC Milan, AC Milan somehow found a way to like win, you know, yeah. two penalties, right? So um anyway, I just I was I was shocked with the way they uh they didn't do it. And and some of the some of the things like well, my problem with Napoli, right? They have such good wing play. But their wing wingers are sometimes so fucking selfish. Like yeah. you have Victor, you have Victor Seaman in the center shouting at these guys to pass him the ball, and they were not. Heaven Lozano like took it upon himself and was striking. Like it's like, bro, just pass him the fucking ball. Dries yeah. Mertens, another like you know little shithead, had opportunities to throw the ball into the freaking box, and he wasn't mm-hmm. doing it. Anyway, so. You know, you pay the price, man. If your players are not doing what they should be doing, you pay the price as a coach. And Gennaro has paid the price, so you know it sucks. But we'll see how that goes. Mm-hmm. Maybe, they, maybe they'll get Allegri to like you know come back from his uh, sabbatical or whatever he's doing right now. Because Allegri is learning. <laughs> he's learning Allegri, Allegri is learning English to turn down Arsenal. <laughs> <laughs> Yo, this means, man. I swear, the internet is undefeated, bro. Already he's learning English to get the United job. Well, he can wait for another like twenty years because United, United take forever to make decisions. Oh, um, but I, I don't want him to be a United coach, though. I don't think he will. I don't. Think, I, didn't, I, didn't, I didn't want him at Chelsea either, man. I thought mm-hmm. like after what he did with the Bala, I'm like, nah, bro. I don't want this guy here. <laughs> Leave him elsewhere, bro. Yeah. No, but yeah, you may you may go to Arsenal. Um, or maybe if United don't know what they're doing again, they may get him, which I think would be stupid. But 
Whatever. United United were already they already fuck up and let another team get him and then all of a sudden then when they're in that clutch moment and they'll make yeah. out the stupid decision. I know. I know. <laughs> These guys man, they need to start using some logic in how, how they're handling their business, man. Bro, man. Bro, don't even don't get me started, man. I don't wanna go on a tangent. I don't wanna <laughs> I'm gonna I wanna go to bed uh tonight, like at least having a good night's sleep, you know. So but um, you know, yeah. What the hell is that? Well, that was that was me whistling because I'm 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 just here. I'm watching the Oilers game, right? So yeah, okay. Anyway, but anyway, we'll call we'll call it quits. We'll call it quits. We'll do another like show, and the next show, I think we're gonna probably kind of you know cover like you know the end of the season and who are our top guys this season. So it's something for you to think about. You yeah, know, who the top folks, you know, transfer of the year. I think we kind of did a mid review, but this time like a final set on review. We actually yeah. might even do like um a team uh, of the season. Uh sorry? A team of the season. Uh we may, but that's uh, that might take too long. We may just do like an invite invite uh invite like a couple of folks to come join us for the final, get some of our, you know, yeah. arguing yeah, United City fans and some Chelsea folks, uh, or sorry, Liverpool folks to kind of add to the uh, Zaz for the end of the season review. Yeah. Um, and uh, yeah, we'll see how it goes. We'll see how it goes. But it's been a good show. Yeah. I think today has been a good show. I felt it a little bit uh, coming uh, after we started talking about <laughs> what was going on in the Barca world or in the Spanish side of things. I but, used to play uh, for Barcelona. Barcelona <laughs> <laughs> Coleman, frick, man. Uh, yeah, man. But uh, anyway, that was it for the day. Thanks, guys, for listening to us. Um, it's been a long episode. Lots of stuff to talk about that we weren't to cover today. Um, yes. You know, if you like what we're, you know, what we're putting out there, please subscribe to the show so you don't miss out on anything on, you know, Spotify, Apple. I think Apple Play has it. Uh, Google Play. Um, and, uh, yeah, follow us on, uh, Twitter at podcast CBF, but yes, if you don't yeah. like, sorry, no, 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 continue, continue. Oh yeah. But also if you don't like it, uh, please don't, uh, talk bad about us. Uh, we're very sensitive. It will hurt our feelings and, uh, <laughs> you know, <laughs> um, every, every week is something different. <laughs> <laughs> you know it man <laughs> keep your opinions to yourself guys because we just don't want to be hurt you know yeah. um, but uh, you know that's it for us for this show yeah. alright cheers take care guys bye bye